Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. And it's so great to be back here in the boardroom. Hallelujah. Ready to chat away. Chat away. Glory <laughs> to God. God is so good and gracious. I hope you can tell somebody to go online and watch this because it's going to bless you. We're going to talk about something that a lot of people deal with. And some people think it's the only way that they can operate in life, and that's called debt. Mm. You know, and debt to me is a curse. It really is. And I know people say, yeah, but I use other people's money to, uh, you know, for make investment. I'm, and I'm not saying that's wrong, but uh, I'm saying this, uh, if everything's going good, it's fine. But when everything goes south, it's not. Mm. Let me just, ha- well, I, I want to talk about this. I want to go f- talk about going from owing to owning. Mm. You see, since you can owe, how come you can't own? It starts with the letter O, so I don't see no problem with that. Yeah. Years and years ago, probably at least 30, maybe, maybe 35 years ago, I was driving to a meeting and... Um, and I had put on some Kenneth Copeland tape somebody had given me. Yes. I mean, it's 30, 35 years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I heard Brother Copeland say, oh, no man, anything but to love him. <clears throat> my, 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 my mind kind of went south on that, tilted. I said, well, how you going to buy a house unless you mortgage it? I mean, how you going to buy a car unless you finance it, which is common sense. But the Bible said, oh, no man, anything but to love him. And, I, and the more I thought about that, I thought about that. I said, you know, I don't believe that verse like I believe St. John 3, 16. Mm-hmm. You, had you had yeah, to stretch. Yeah, I said, wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, this is where the rubber meets the road is what yeah. I'm saying. <clears throat> is it possible to become debt-free and stay debt-free? Well, according to the scripture, it can. Mm-hmm. So I want you to go with me, uh, Kathy, if you don't mind, to the book of Romans chapter 13. We want to find that verse. All right, I'm there. And, uh, and I want you to listen to me. I don't think it's a sin to borrow, but it's not a good idea. Because, yeah, if everything's going good, that's fine. But if it goes south, that's a whole nother thing. Now, but I mean, there are, there, there are situations where, you know, you, you don't just get into a, what I call a prison and, and you can't think any past one thing, you know. Right, you, know right. you have to learn, you have to work with people and they have to learn how to do some things. So to go from owing to owning, the first thing you got to do is learn the word discipline. Mm-hmm. Say it, discipline. 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 And love in its purest form is discipline. Mm-hmm. And the hardest person to discipline is yourself. Mm-hmm. You can easily discipline somebody else. But ball when it turns to you. And who should do it is not someone else. It should be you. Now, it says in Romans chapter 13, verse 8, it says, Owe no man anything but to love him, to love one another. Mm-hmm. So in other words, you can never pay off the debt of love. Right. Because love never faileth. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus said you got to love everybody. He didn't say you got to like everybody. And I thank God for that. I used to think that love and like were one and the same. That's not true. You have to love. I mean, Jesus loved everybody, but there's some people he didn't like at all. Mm-hmm. Or oh, who's that? The Pharisee, the Sadducee. He called them snakes, hypocrites, and vipers. See, yeah. he didn't like them, but he went to the cross and died for them. There's a vast difference between love and like. But I want to go to the first statement. Oh, no man, anything. Oh, no man, anything. What does anything mean to you? Think about that for a minute. What, is, what does uh, oh, no man, anything mean to you, Kathy? Anything. It just like any. Thing. <laughs> it, it's it's all, all. That's right. Everything. In other words, um, in other words, anything is anything. In other words, God says if He says this, and made it holy canon, then you have the ability to operate like that. Yeah. In this life, not wait. You don't have to wait till you get to heaven. In this life. Mm-hmm. Now, Bible said His will be done where on earth as it is in heaven. So you know there's nobody in debt in heaven. So why are people in debt today? Because we accepted what what we call the Babylonian system instead of the God system. 
Now, there's several areas in the scripture that talks about borrowing and things of that nature. We'll get in that in just a minute. So I want to talk about going from Owen to Onan. Can I read it in the Amplified? Yes, you can. Right now in verse 8, it says in the Amplified of Romans 13, Keep out of debt and owe no man anything except to love one another. For he who loves his neighbor, who practices loving others, has fulfilled the law relating to one's fellow men, meeting all its requirements. So law is a debt we will always have, right. but he says keep out of debt in but the Amplified. He said you fulfill the law, you fulfill the word of God. That's right. See, the word of God, there's a lot of scripture dealing with your financial future. And a lot of people don't understand that. They, they deal so much with poverty that they think it's almost a sin to have money. And that's not true. Because money is an economic tool, it's an, a thing that you use in the economic world. See what I'm saying? But you don't fall in love with it because it doesn't love you. Now, it says, oh, no, man, anything. I, I want to go from Owen to Owen. And I want you to go with me right now to 2 Kings. That's right past 1 Kings. 2 Kings chapter 4. And I, I, then we're going we're to discuss this, this chapter, thing. Yeah. This is very familiar scripture. 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 1. Now, this guy is a prophet of God, this man, working for a major prophet of God, right. Elisha. Now, I'm not going to go through those. I'm just going to read verse 1. Now, there cried, 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 1. Now, there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. Mm -hmm. That's true. And thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord or respected the Lord. And the creditor is come to take unto him my two, two sons to be bondsmen. Now watch this. This man who worked for God is in, in debt. Now watch this. He dies and leaves all that stress and pressure to his wife. Mm. Now, is that right? No, it's not right. It didn't. He shouldn't have done that. See what I'm saying? But you probably thought, well, how else am I going to get along in life? I mean, you know, I just can't do nothing. Else. And it ain't my fault that I died. I understand all that kind of But excuses, they never get anything paid off. See, the man, even though he worked for a ministry, did not discipline himself. Did not discipline himself. See what I'm saying? She said, thy servant, my husband is dead. I mean, in other words, I got problems. Now watch this. Verse 2 is where I want to get to. And Elisha said unto her, what shall I do for thee? Do for thee? Tell me what hast thou in the house. I'm going to stop right there. To get out of debt, you got to have something in the house. True. To get out of debt, you got to have a seed. You got to do something. That first thing you got to do something you probably don't want to do. So if you want to go from Owen to Onan, in other words, the first thing that major prophet says, what do you have? In other words, what do you have that I can work with to get this debt taken care of? Right. See, that's why we believe in giving. That's why God put the 30, the 60, the 100 full, and the 1,000 time return in the Bible. Because you get that kind of return, you never have to worry about debt. Mm -hmm. You just become a blessing going somewhere to bless. First thing he says, what, what shall I do for the, what do you have in the house? Now you see, what she had in her house took care of everything her husband left for her to deal with. It was there all the time. All the time. Mm -hmm. See, what you don't think is very valuable is very valuable. See, it's, but both of them had disciplined themselves so they couldn't see what was of value in the house. Now well, remember, they're I, working for a ministry here. Right. I think too, what I'm thinking about when you say that, because being debt free at that point in their life really wasn't a priority. No. You needed to make sure that it's a priority. <laughs> you can't get victory over anything if you don't right. make it a priority. And I don't want anybody to get under condemnation or anything of that nature because, you see, you got to start somewhere. That's right. It's a process. It's a process. It and if you keep reading this whole chapter, she gets out of debt. That's not the issue. But you got to start somewhere. 
Now, me and Kathy's been debt-free since 1982. It's a blessing to God. Now, when I heard Kenneth Copeland uh, say that, I mean, I really struggled with that. But the more I began to meditate on that, I, ha- I thought, now, well, how do I do this? I'll never forget. I went to Sears, and we said this before, I believe, on one of the chats. I went to Sears, and uh, everything we ha- in our house had a note on it. Remember, you bought everything at Sears. Washer, yeah. dryer, refrigerator, microwave. And at that time... Yeah, you get a whole house full of furniture, yeah, like $25 a month. $25 a month for the rest <laughs> of your life. You see what I mean? You're never going to pay it off, you see? So what I did, I went and buy a $19 coffee table. Now, can you believe you could get a coffee table for 19 bucks <laughs> way back when? Okay, now... And I put it there. Now, when people would come over to our house, I said, I want to show you a debt-free coffee table. See, I had to have something to focus on. Mm-hmm. I said, now, the couch is in debt. <laughs> the refrigerator is in debt. The that. washing dryer is in debt. My Kathy's in debt. <laughs> we, we the refrigerator was not in debt because my mama gave it to That's me. That's right. Remember, <laughs> I had to clean it out. It had yeah. all kind of nasty uh, stuff, nasty inside stuff in there. Lord look, Jesus. look at you. I said, but this is a debt-free coffee. Now, they all laughed, but I wasn't laughing. Because you see, in that coffee table, I could see that whole house of furniture being debt free. You started, we started somewhere. We started somewhere. What did I have in the house? I had to have something in the house. <laughs> now, watch this. So, when I got that, I actually went outside and put my hands on the trunk of my car. I said, I command you in Jesus' name to be debt free. And I want to tell you something. It wasn't a more than six months. I was totally, completely debt free. But, it, you know, from Jesse, that car. It, and watch this. Everything inside the house. Go ahead. Well, I, I just wanted to say something to clarify something. It wasn't just the, the act of laying hands on and praying, although that's very important. Right. From the beginning of us being born again, right. we were faithful to tithe. We right. were faithful to give and oh, sow. Yeah. So we had something to work with. Right. Like the woman had that little pot of oil. We had the seed that was already in the ground, but we had to speak to it. And we had to Amen. discipline ourselves to not just continue to go get a new car and keep that note going. We say, we're going to pay off this car. You see, we never got enough debt to stop our giving. I have some people say, well, I can't afford to give. Now, that's a real major problem because then you can never get harvest. Now, I, I want to read a point to you so you'll understand what I'm talking about. To go from owning or from owing to owning, you must have the strength of assertiveness and the power of action. In other words, owning something shows a spirit of enterprising and advancing so, or advancement. So what I did was I said, okay, I'm going to discipline myself. There's a lot of things I wanted. There was a lot of things you wanted. That's not the issue. But we made up our mind that we would discipline ourselves. See, most people want God to rain money out the sky and we're out of debt all day. Woo-hoo! But you never, ever discipline yourself. It's the same way with the nation of Israel. They're coming out of Egypt. They think, man, we're going to be in the promised land. And 11 days, they couldn't handle the promised land. They couldn't. God had to move them 40 years and that's so they could learn to be a nation. They just thought they could. And they had to learn to discipline themselves. And the first problem they get, they want to go back to Egypt. But, you know, and all kinds of craziness. See, you have to learn to discipline yourself. I remember sometimes you wanted a dress or something, and and we could have bought it, bought it on our credit card. Nothing wrong with it. I'm not saying that's that's a sin. I'm not saying that. But I was saying, no, we're going from owing to owning. Yeah, I remember one time when uh, we just started in ministry, and at the time we lived in that little yellow house that you talked about. We had a a paid off, a a debt-free coffee table in that little (laughs) 900-something square foot house. Right. 
And uh, you, we started out in ministry from that's that right. house. And that's at right. that time, I had a daycare business in the house. Right. And when you left your job at Shell Oil, which paid pretty good, yeah, very good. I kept the household bills going with that little daycare business. I right. had it for about the first four mm -hmm. years of our ministry. Right. A lot of people don't know that. But I remember there was a time where, and, and I couldn't travel with you because right. my daughter was in, our daughter was in school. That's correct. And I had the little daycare business. But there was one time that you were going to a minister's conference, which I was... I was going to take a time off, take a week off of, of mm -hmm. that and go with you to the minister's conference. And uh, it was the first one that you were going to. And I think that you were getting actually maybe ordained there. So I really wanted to be a part of that mm -hmm. or something like that. Anyway, I, 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 I didn't have um, clo the right clothes to wear. I remember I wanted like three new dresses. I wanted to be able to get some clothes, but I didn't want to put the pressure on you. So I remember well, you never praying. mind before, but, I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, that, but was it was a commitment I had. Oh, that wasn't funny. nice. No, it was nice. I thought put the pressure on God. Okay, Don't well, put it on I'll, me. I'll put more pressure on you if that's what you like. Anyway, the, uh, no, no, at this point, I remember going back. I, we were on a budget. We were disciplining ourselves. That's, we, that's the we, key. We yeah. had discipline and, and ourselves. And being in the ministry was more important than getting another thing or putting a, a financial. I didn't want to put a financial burden on you. So we were living uh, close right. <laughs> to our no. budget. And you could have bought the three dresses. It wasn't the issue, I but we had have. disciplined ourselves. Right, because giving was first. God was, was first. Right. God's plan was first, and mm -hmm. we were sticking to it. And what was more important? Yeah. We had made a decision together to get out of debt. Right, right, right. right. Now, I want, I want to say I this gotta point. I've got to finish my story first. Okay, I want you but hold your thing. I want to say the point. You can't interrupt my interrupt. Yeah, I'm going to interrupt you. <laughs> you must be prepared to bring about the changes needed for owning things. That's what right. you start, you finish. That's right. Well, you know, I made it. I made it. Was very good point. And it's just going to reemphasize what I'm that's doing. What so I, it's like going to dovetail. That's why I interrupted you. Go ahead. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, but this, li listen. I remember putting the pressure on the covenant and praying and seeking God about. it. I didn't tell you, Jesse. I um, go, can't go unless that's I have right. these dresses. No, I just. It was just a, a prayer point between me and God. And you had been traveling. And I remember you went to this one church. It had never happened before this point. Mm -hmm. and, and it's never really happened since. Okay. But while you were at the church, that's church in North Louisiana somewhere, okay. I remember this. You were there, but you came back from that church with, I think it was $150, because the pastor said, uh, we need to take up an offering for Sister Kathy. That's correct. And she had no idea what I was praying about. You didn't know what I was praying about. Right. And you came back, I think it was like $153. And right. I was... And you said, Kathy, the church took up this offering for you personally. And that was unheard of, really, in those days. Everything that came in was fully into the ministry and helping right. you pr travel from one place to the next. And we weren't even on radio then. It was really early, first few years of our God ministry. God gave you the desire of your heart. He did. And when that came in, I was so blessed. And I was able to go to that, the store mm -hmm. and get three dresses. And I remember going to that conference feeling, seeing God fulfill that one desire. But Amen. putting the pressure on God and not on other people is what's important. <laughs> well, you did was you did not break that discipline, that decision that me and you made, which is my point. Right. You must be prepared to bring about the changes needed to go from owing to owning. See, you, you got to prepare yourself. See, that you, you got to see what you start, you finish. Now, we could have said, well, well, we'll go ahead and do this and uh, we'll catch up the next month or something like that. No, but because by the time catch up comes, it's doubled. Right. It's harder. See what I'm saying? Right. But God supernaturally met my need. No, I didn't have God to make my, give him an opportunity. Right. And he did that. Just like in the scripture where you're just reading, God gave this woman an opportunity. An opportunity. She used what was in her house, which was right. the oil. She obeyed the, the But she of, didn't know she had it in her house. She didn't know the you significance see, I, of it. I use this all the time. A lot of people come up to me and say, Brother Jesse, 
I would love to be a partner to your ministry. I said, well, thank you. That's very kind. But I don't have a lot. It doesn't take a lot. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm preaching to 2.9 billion people every week. Now watch this. If every one of them gave a dollar, you know, that's $2.9 billion. Okay, let's cut it to 50 cents. Okay, you're looking at a billion dollars here. That's a lot of money. See, you got to understand something. Seed has nothing to do with how it looks. It, it, all, it has to do with what you're willing to do with it. What Kathy was believing for, she didn't tell me, but what she was believing for, so I like to look nice at this thing like anybody else. And who, 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 I mean, why wouldn't you? Now, I, and of course, I don't know that, but see, the Lord knew that. And I really believe the reason why that church picked up that money is because we refused to break our decision together. We made a decision, a covenant between me and Kathy that right. we would not buy anything. We would get out of debt, stuff that we don't need. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and you know what? Let me tell you something. You get out of debt quicker than you think when you discipline yourself. It's That's amazing right. how, how much you can knock things out if you discipline yourself. I'm not saying it's easy. I, I would compare it to a diet. You can, everybody going to lose weight on a diet, but a diet is rough. A diet, because your body talks to you. Like last night, I mean, Kathy, <laughs> Kathy was going, ooh, gonna, I was hungry. You're going to tell on me I'm again. I'm going to tell on her again. Lord Jesus, we've been on diets. If you notice, if you see our skin sagging, it's because there ain't nothing in it. <laughs> we've been starving, praise God. So now, watch That's this. That's because we ate too many French fries and your toes were fat. Yeah, my toes got <laughs> fat. I said, I got to quit this mess. So you got to be willing to do that. This woman had to be willing to believe that what she had in the house was valuable. Yeah, in fact, that's what the Amplified says. She says, what have you of sale value in the house? That's my point. And that's what she says. I have nothing but in the house except a, a jar of oil. Now, let me tell you. That's right. Let me tell you why I don't like debt. And here's a point. Anything that inc incapacitates a person will be a sorrow to them. Accidents are results of carelessness. Most of the time, anything that incapacitates a person will be a sorrow to you. So it was unbelievable that I could be debt free. I had a house note. I had a car note, you know, and plus living expenses and things of that nature. And uh, you know what? I put my faith on it. I took my faith. out. I really believe right now, people that are listening, you're going to get out of debt. You're going to write us a testimony. And just to make Kathy is going to read a testimony of someone, how God blessed them. You see, you got to give God an opportunity to bless you. But you see so many people talking against the blessing. You think when God wants to bless you, you think it's not a God. You think it's greed. Mm -hmm. you think, no, it's not. It's God saying, hey, you're my kid. Let me be a blessing to you. You see what I'm saying? One time, I know, well, not one time, we've done it many times. When we would go out and eat when we first started, we didn't go out and eat no fancy restaurants. Uh, this is when Jody was little. We'd go to McDonald's. Remember that? Yeah, like once a week. Once a week. Quarter <laughs> pounder with cheese. Hallelujah, man. And I mean, we, but you know where there was times, and we didn't have a lot of money. I mean, you could eat there for seven bucks, I think, or less, you know. But then there was sometimes a minister would come to the church and they would preach a meeting or something like that. And watch this. This is discipline. Me and Kathy would say, uh, you know what? We're not going to go out and eat this week. We're going to take that seed and, and, and give it at, in the offering. Right. Now, or people thought we'd have lost our ever love or not. Well, you know, now we can buy a McDonald's. You see? You understand? I don't mean that privately. I, I, I could open up a McDonald's franchise, but... I, just close my eyes and I can have, I can put the, I can put M up there real quick. All I got, I can do it. You see what I'm saying? But at that time I struggled to pay for a quarter pounder with cheese. But see, God saw that. Mm -hmm. Now, not only did we put our faith on it, we put our discipline on it. Let me say it again. Anything that incapacitates a person will be a sorrow to you. 
You see, so sometimes things happen, you don't know why it happened. You ever notice a refrigerator or an air condition or a dryer breaks when you don't have no money? It never breaks when you got some extra cash. You ever notice that? It's just amazing. That's the devil doing everything he can to get you in debt and all that kind of stuff. I'm not saying you can't buy clothes. I'm not, I'm not saying you can't go do those kind of things. You know, you can discipline yourself. But let me tell you something. I wanted, everybody wanted credit cards. I never wanted credit cards. I wanted charge cards. There's a vast difference between two. A charge card said you pay no interest on it. That was you pay it every 30 days. A credit card, they say, oh, you owe $1,100, and all you got to do is pay $18. But it's going to take you 966 years to do that. And you're going to wind up paying, good God, enough to pay your house off because they want you. That's why they give them to you so easy. They, want, they don't want you to pay it off. That's mm-hmm. how they make their money. And if you don't think it's rough, 18%. 22%. Sometimes I've heard of some people's credit cards are 28 and 30%. Oh, wow. That's outrageous. To me, that's a, that's a, that's, that's a sin. It's like <laughs> a snowball effect. They don't see yeah, the end. You don't see it. that. But see, so you may be in debt right now. Don't, don't, don't be bad about that. Start today to begin to say, wait a minute. God, I'm going to let you get into my future. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you get into my finances. I'm going to let you get into my bed. That doesn't mean you can't go out and eat somewhere. I'm talking about, oh, I'll never break it. But we knew at the time we, we wanted to be debt-free more than you wanted the dresses. Right. And this woman that you read about in Second mm-hmm. Kings, her motivation was her sons. She didn't want to see her sons no. sold and taken that, away right. from her, basically. Right. I don't know how old these, children, these sons were, but regardless, I mean, some this Some people woman, say that this man was Obadiah. I heard about that. Yeah, some I people say that was that. a prophet of God. See, mm-hmm. there are a lot of ministries, you know. Uh, people want to build churches. Who don't want to build a beautiful church? But my God, I mean, like this, this place here, we've saved over $20 million in interest by building this all debt-free. Well, that's because you had a lot of money. <laughs> no, I did not. We just put our faith on it and we disciplined ourselves. Right. You see what I'm saying? One time I think... Uh, we were building something, and your architect said, "Well, he was." He, he said, had, "He said the building." How you yeah, said he the, was drawing the plans, <laughs> and I, I told him, though, that he was saying, "How oh, would well, this yeah. would look good?" I said, "Well, that's going to add to the budget." He says, "Oh yeah, but the building's crying out for it." And I, I remember telling him more than once, "Let it cry." You let it cry because baby. we're not doing that. <laughs> You're doing it. You see, but, but that's you, about discipline. But that's about discipline. Sticking to the original plan that's and staying focused because you have priorities. That's how you go from <clears throat> oh no man anything. You go from owing to owning. And let me tell you something: it will not take a long time like you think it does. I promise you, you'll get out of debt a lot quicker. But they'll keep you in debt. Look, man, just what, what, what a mortgage is, 30, 30 years? That's 360 months. I mean, that's a lot. And you figure out how much you borrow, and then you multiply your note times 360 months, and you will see how much money you're paying back on that house. Usually it's almost double to sometime, some of them are tripled, which is ridiculous. See, so this is what you do. Now, yeah, but I can't help myself. Here's a good point that you, you won't forget. Loose habits. Like old clothes, fits us easily, but they are dangerous. You want to lose weight, you start getting, if you go buy a bigger size, <laughs> you go, ooh, I'm comfortable. <laughs> see, that's a loose habit. See, that woke up, all of a sudden, that dress or that pair of pants or whatever you call it will get tight. And you got to keep going from this to this to this. It's what do you want more? <clears throat> and you need to ask yourself that. You see what I'm saying? Now, I'm not saying get so good that you can't buy your kid a, a toy. I'm not talking about that kind of stuff. What I'm talking about is discipline yourself. 
you'll get to a point. Let me tell you something. If you really believe what I'm saying, I believe the Holy Ghost is saying this right now. God will give you everything you need. He said he supply all you need. He'll give you everything you desire and he'll give you everything you want. But it requires discipline to do with that and show God that you're trustworthy to obey his word. Because the test always come. And that's how you get a testimony. See, the test. And, and then the you test. get the money. You know what I'm saying? When you understand that, what's happening, see, the devil's always doing everything he can to shut you down. The key to all of this, I know some people will get mad when I say that because he's just a preacher, is giving. We would never, ever take our giving away. We said, no, it wasn't a debt to us. It was an honor. It was an obedience, see? And, but then we begin to believe. People said, nah. All I heard this all my life, you know, give, but don't expect anything in return. Well, that's not Bible. That's totally complete. Well, that, that's not even good sense. Yeah. I mean, a farmer don't plant seed without expecting a harvest, right? That's just common sense, you see. But some people, that's not very common to them. So we kept that. You can call it budget, call it what you want, you know. But what, I made up my mind, and all of a sudden, we begin to see the increase. The car got paid off. I never forget, I turned around. That house, and that little yellow house, 910 square foot, and I put my hands on that house. There's no way I could pay that house off. You understand? There's no way. And the man across the street was named Mr. Easton. He said, hey, Jesse, what are you doing? I said, I'm praying, I'm praying to be debt free on this house. He said, well, if it works, come lay your hands on mine. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It worked. It worked. It took nine months. How did that happen? I don't know. I still, God just began to open doors. I, I was able to make some extra money. Just, and it's, instead of getting like this, oh, we're going to go buy a bunch of this and a bunch of that. No, put it on that house. Put it on that house. Put right, it on that house. Right, right. I never forget one time I sold a house. This is so funny. I got to tell on you again, baby. I sold a house. <laughs> we, I made 47000 I think 200 something and 67 that cents. That same house. That's which we bought no, really? No, 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 that's the second house. Oh, oh, that's yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay, watch this. I know what story I remember finance. Well, I know what story you're telling now. Help with Jesus to remember finance. But anyway, so what is Hallelujah. Just so one of us remembers. Yes, Kathy goes, whoo, whoo, we got all this money. And she said, let's go buy something. I said, you can have this 67 cents. She went, what? I said, take the 67 cents and go do something with it. This whole chunk of money, this is profit. I'm, I'm buying you a much nicer place. I'm, I'm building a much bigger. I'm going to put this on it. And we did that. You said, oh, yeah, okay. And when she saw, this was the, th I put that on the third house that we had. Now watch this. So that was $47,000. I mean, that was more than the down payment you could have on a house if I borrowed the money, things of that nature. But my point is this. That house, years later, the one that I put the 47000 on it, I made, I want to get the exact figures, I made almost $400,000 on that home. I honestly believe, because you know, houses shot up like crazy. I honestly believe that $47,000 did that because I wanted to spend that money. I wanted to go buy Kathy something. I wanted to do it. Now, now, we weren't walking around starving or hurting. I, I don't want you to understand that. No, we, we, we had disciplined ourselves. But you, so now it's a thing now. We just do it. But even till today, Kathy will go to buy something. She'll say, Jesse, you think we should buy that? I say, you buy anything you want. No, it don't make a lick of difference. Mm -hmm. You will get there. You will go from O and O and all my staff in here. You will get there. Listen to me. You will get there. Well, if I make more money, 
That it, no, it, what you need to do is make more giving. No, no, you don't like that. I know you don't like that. See, that doesn't make any sense. It's not intellectual. But what happens is when you understand the end result of it and you don't let time defeat you, you go from owing to owning just like that. Right, because then you involve heaven with your project. Oh, yeah. And you put in God first. Amen. And, and he gives, he'll Amen. give you a supernatural plan. Now, let me say this because, you know, for years you taught in the church and you've mm -hmm. said it here and there, not every time, but you've, right. you've mentioned the fact that there's a debt-free coffee table. And there was this couple that wrote to me just last week, sent me a text. I have a testimony on my oh, phone. Oh, good, good. You want to read it? Personally, I will read it. And so because... Uh, she's, they've moved away and it's a couple that were serving in the church and now they're living in the Washington DC area. It says, hello, I don't care how far away or how much time passes. You are still my pastor and you guys are our spiritual parents, period. End of conversation. Every time, every time God speaks into my heart, I tune into Facebook live or Sunday service and like a recording tapes, you guys repeat what God has said. My soul is in love with y'all. Tell Brother Jesse's sermon on Sunday was on fire. That's just a little <laughs> excerpt. But this is the part I want to get to. She put, P.S. I love to walk around our brand new house and look around and I laugh. I say, that is a debt-free chandelier. That is a debt-free <laughs> paint job. Those are debt-free blinds. That's a debt-free sofa. That's a debt-free rug. I love it. Thank you for pouring into our lives wisdom and faith, and we are joyful that we have the blessing of prosperity by association. We love you and are grateful for you. Over a $19 coffee table. Say what you want. It works. The principle, right. There it is. That's their <laughs> language, not mine. It works, you see. Right. Now, I remember when they first come, they didn't have much. Right. Oh, no, and everything looked impossible. And looked impossible. It the, all does. But faith changes Ooh. things that are impossible. Well, we, and it's we, always based on the Word of God. We see in example after example how God is able to do the impossible Amen. when people simply believe Him. So Amen. it doesn't matter how impossible your situation That's looks. Right. God will give you a specific plan to help you. It's not going to rain out of sky. No. God many times will give you a supernatural idea. Amen. I heard this story years ago how this woman who was couldn't go to work because she had like three small children and she didn't know how she was going right. to live but she, while she was even at the kitchen sink I, I think our lawyer told us this story uh -huh. years ago she was at the kitchen sink and God gave her an idea of a baby bottle because that was what she had babies in the house that had a, a hole in the middle so the little baby could hold couldn't hold a big bottle but could hold that and I believe she marketed that Not idea you mean the thing, uh, well it had a like an opening hand. within the bottle itself and the milk went around it I got you. it was a different it was a unique invention and I'd heard that she'd marketed that idea and was able to pay her house off. Basically, that was her. That was bottle. her bo her bottle of oil or a jar of oil. Amen. That was a a, real, a God idea, a a creative idea. God Amen. can give us creative ideas. He can give Insights, us. My mother, concepts. who was not educated, who had six children at home, who's a single parent, and my they were divorced. And sometimes the the support check would come, and sometimes it wouldn't. But Mama had had discipline in her life, and she actually. Uh, did all kinds of different odd jobs That's at right. the house. She had, I think she brought, she did a lot of sewing. She would mend for the uh, the dry cleaners. She was very good in sewing, so she trained herself to get better. She would actually so reweave cigarette hole burns that were in a, a cloak. She would outsource to her. She had, I can tell you, probably 20 different jobs over the years that I saw her do and implement so that she and could she basically feed us. Great she giver. was always very generous. See, to go to, to go to owning, 
It's going to take seed and it's going to take work. Yeah, and God could, God has already gifted you Amen. with creative ideas. He's already placed within you Amen. I, uh, uh, skills that That's you can apply. If you, know, insights, if you won't concepts. be lazy, my mother had skills that God even increased and, and gave well, her ideas. You're saying the same statement we say, believe the unbelievable, receive the impossible, because it's doable. Mm-hmm. Doable. And even in today's... Uh, what we're living in now, the COVID crazy that's going on. Right. You're hearing stories about people who are who are go- getting, thinking outside of the box instead of doing things in the traditional, a different way, mm-hmm. and giving up when things aren't going right. That God gives them creative ideas to do things differently, and He's bringing well, in the. I'm increase. thinking about a good friend of mine who owned a restaurant. How we're going to make this? Li- and they started. What they call take out? They could have just hibernated at the yeah. house and gave up, but instead they, they brought work like the dogs. kids weren't in school, so they brought the three the, girls. The, the kids children, started working. They helped them box up the the lunch, the meals. Right. Helped them check in the customers. And I mean, uh, you couldn't go. You they just, were working. You had to go get us get the bag and come out. They're working twenty four seven. Just but about. I tell you what, that God honored them and blessed this them. This is going to be the biggest year financially for them. I think. Oh is yes, what sir. They've told. Then, then, well, we're believing with them. Oh, we're believing with them. two of us agree because they refused to give up. And, the, and God, and we, they knew we were praying. They called in, and we, we've been praying. We went over there specifically when they knew, we knew they were doing, uh, right. starting we to We prayed. Do, we believed with them. We, we stood. We, you know, bought a few meals there. They yeah, great food. we want to. <laughs> Let me just say this. You never tell debt to go away. Hmm. You show it how. Escort it out the door. Yeah, that's right. See, if you tell debt to go away, <laughs> it's going to look at you and go, it'll stick its tongue at you. Get out of here. You just never say, go away. You show it how. Let me show you how. I'm going to sow a seed. I'm going to believe God. And number two, I'm going to work that seed. A farmer works the seed he sows. Right. He fertilizes. He does everything. See, you don't just drop the seed. See, right. that's why I believe in partnership to this ministry. We don't just want you to give to our ministry and thank you for doing it. But we want you to, we believe in with you. We're working that seed, you know. Right. I mean, we fertilize in that. We're doing everything we can so you can receive a 30, 60, 100 fold uh, and a thousand time anointing. The anointing of, of increases on me. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's not heavy on me, but I want it on you. You should have it too. Why would God bless me beyond my wildest dream and not bless you? Right. He don't love me anymore and he loves you. Right. No, 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 whatsoever at all. But what he does love is people that will obey him. So right. you just never tell that to go away. You show it how. <laughs> and this is how we did. We showed it how with discipline. Right. Right. And we didn't have to do that very long. Now, isn't that amazing how Kathy said earlier uh, she wanted a, a nice dress to go to that thing? Actually, everybody likes to look nice. And God knew that. I don't know it. I'm in a different town. And God speaks to a pastor who I don't know that well and says, let's pick up an offer for Sister Kathy. That's the first time I ever had. I thought, whoa, yeah. what is this? And then it was enough to, for her to get the dresses that she wanted. Not today. But <laughs> back then, uh, she's went up a lot higher than $150. <laughs> Let me just say that. Hey, oh, don't get mad at us. Whoa. Well, that was three wait, dresses wait, 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 wait. Watch yourself. Uh, don't criticize because you're going to get that too. You may want a Louis Vuitton purse so bad you can haul, you're just clamoring. Well, you're going to get that. You may not get that the first day, but you're going to get that. I remember when I first bought your purse, we'd go to dealers and buy them cheaper purses, but not no more. Nothing wrong with the cheaper purse because you know what? They hold the same stuff as the, uh, as the expensive purse. It doesn't make any difference. Ah, oh, but it makes the wife think, see, a woman don't wear a purse. No, a woman doesn't buy a purse. She wears a purse. Yeah. It becomes a uh, fashion. It becomes part of the 
ensemble. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking about this old Ray Charles song. Women, they do get weird wearing that same old, old shabby dress. dress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's fine, you know. Yeah, but I like another song, Put On Your Red Dress, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it's Put okay to have a good dress. Red, red, <laughs> hey, red. I got a great testimony. <laughs> yeah, well, let me sing the song. Okay, oh, go no, ahead. No, go ahead. Well, that's fine. You got Na- another testimony. Nancy says, I really enjoy you too. I love your joy. Thank you for all you speak. I really need financial help at 70, and I'm getting weary of the debt. I hear your message, and I will listen again. What's her name? Nancy. So I believe there are other people out there like Nancy. Nancy, look at me. You're 70. I'm 71. Should be no difference between me and you. Let's just pray for Nancy right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, she don't want to... We're going to tell this debt not only to go away, we're going to show it how. Yes, Lord. Father, I set myself in agreement with Nancy right now for her to be debt-free, Something so unbelievable, so impossible, yet doable. God, get involved in Nancy's life right now. Yes. I thank you for it. I believe you for it. I call it done in Jesus' name. Nancy, what do you have in your hand? Sow a seed. Mm -hmm. That may seem, but it's not much. It It has nothing to do with that. I mean, what is an an acorn is no bigger than about this. And yet it'll build an oak tree for four, I mean, huge, that it has to grow limbs to hold its weight on the ground as well as grow up. Yeah. Nancy, that'll happen to you, and it'll happen quick. Now, I want to show you another passage of Scripture real quick, 2 Kings chapter 6. People want to do something for the house of God. They want to build a place for God. 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 1, The sons of the prophets said unto Elisha, Behold, now the place where we dwell with thee is too small for us. Let us go, we pray thee, unto Jordan, and take thence every man a beam, and let us make us a place there where we may dwell. And he answered, Go ye. And one said, Be content, I pray thee, and go with thy servant. And he answered, And I will go. Verse 4. So he went with them, and when they came to Jordan, they cut down wood. Watch this. Verse 5. But as one was uh, cutting the beam, the axe head fell into the water, and he cried and said, Alas, master, for it was borrowed. How many times, ministers, you went out and built this beautiful church, and it was wonderful, but you knew you did it on borrowed money, not that, saying that's a sin, but you knew it would bring great, great pressure to you. Notice that the man goes slap, oh God. Now watch the man of God. He says, where'd it fall? And he showed him. And he, did a, he cut a stick, throat, and the axe had floated. In other words, Elisha knew how to get out of debt, yeah. stay out of debt. Right. You see, when you're building something, you shouldn't have put something on you to make you worry. And which brings me to this point, and I want you to see this. You, uh, the debt, a lot of times, proves to be a temptation of dishonesty. A great deal of trouble is homemade. How many times have you bought something you knew you couldn't afford? You bought that car because you wanted it, but you couldn't. You knew you couldn't afford that car. And all of a sudden, you're going, oh, God, making the signs of the cross. Just like this guy, I want to be a part of something. He goes borrowing accent, and it breaks. Mm-hmm. Now he's in trouble. You see what I'm saying? And you're praying to God that the God that owns it might give you a little mercy. But you see, if you don't do that, you can still go help. You may not be able to cut a tree down, but you, the one that cut the tree down, you can drag the limbs off. Mm-hmm. See, you, there's always something you can do. So in other words, don't buy something that you know you cannot afford. That's dishonesty. 
Actually, that's, th that's stealing. I remember John Osteen, pa a pastor, uh, mm -hmm. Joel Osteen's father, years ago, we heard him say, I think he would tell his congregation, repeat after me, I don't have to buy everything my little beady eyes see, or something <laughs> like that, because yeah. he was trying to teach them yes. to be disciplined in their life. They're little practical things yeah. like that. I want to read this <laughs> other point here. Difficulties will challenge your courage, but would also deepen your roots. I'll tell you something about difficulty. You'll find out who you really are. It'll deepen your roots. Now, thank God this man didn't have to go buy that man an axe head because the man of God who understood this, okay, it's going to sound arrogant. The men, the woman and man of God is here. We understand this. Listen to That's me. That's right. That's right. You see what I'm saying? I know how to we've cut a stick, throw it in there, and get the thing to float. Well, we've applied it in our own right? lives <laughs> you know what I'm saying? early on, right. even before we had ministry, right. we started attacking that because we didn't and want to start out in ministry no. with a debt. Remember when we, you were working at Shell Oil, you had a good salary, oh, man, you had I, enough, and you good. could have bought a bigger house Way years bigger before, house. but we knew God was positioning us for the next step, and so we, we made the, the quality decision to not increase our, our debt, our monthly right. call, uh, payouts. And preachers made fun of my house. It was a, you remember that? Yeah, but we, made, we, I didn't care. We had a priority. We had a plan. You have to have you got a, a plan. plan. You know, I want to read a testimony from Tangi. She says, God bless you, Jesse and Kathy. You both are such a blessing to watch as I listen the, to the word of God. Thank you, Jesus, for you both. How majestic is our God. Love us. Love from us here in New Zealand. I love New, New Zealand. Zealand. That's a beautiful place. Uh -huh. I like the name of it. They've got a town there called Christtown. Yeah, oh, Christtown. That's good. That's wonderful. We're getting testimonies from all over the world. We now, can't read it. them all here the today. The plan, the plan is for you to be debt-free. Never. You want the plan of God for man? The will of God? The Garden of Eden. That's God's best for you. Think about that. Mm -hmm. I mean, my God, he creates these two people. He said, y'all enjoy yourself, eat as much as you want, enjoy yourself. i just like to have one tree. They, want, they wanted to take right. God's seed. You can't do that. Right. You see, you ever taken an apple? I, I, I did this one time at Covenant Church, and everybody laughed. Oh, I love that Remember, illustration. I cut, I cut this apple in half. Our apple's great. Yeah, I love apples. So, I, 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 so there was somebody, I forgot now who was on the front pew there. I said, you like apple? He said, yeah, so I cut a piece of the apple. This is in front of the whole church. I said, taste that. And he, bought it. he said, boy, it's good, huh? Mm -hmm. And you know how he got them little seeds in the apple? And he said, yeah. So I took one of them little seeds. I said, taste this. He went, ooh, ooh, that's bitter. <laughs> I said, you don't eat your seed. That's true. You can tell a vast difference. The harvest is always going to be sweet and mm -hmm. blessed. The seed is not made to be eaten. Mm -hmm. It's made to plant. Just go, right. Oh, Lord, should I say that? There's some of you right now, you're looking at something you know you should give, but you want to do something else with it. You're going to get in trouble over that. Why? Because, see, you're eating your seed. And you, if you eat your seed, you're not going to have a harvest. And now watch this. One apple seed can actually build a tree to produce enough apples. For an orchard, actually. An huh? orchard, yeah. It just begins to flow and flow and flow. No so, limit. So let me say that, 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 that point again. Difficulties will challenge your courage, but will also deepen your roots. You may have a thousand regrets, but go forward and not be afraid. See, we thought at times, am I doing the right thing by disciplining myself? I thought, this has been a long time. I think it was a week. You know, it's like a diet. Oh, God, I've been on this forever. No, it's just a week. You know how long it takes for you to get fat? A long time. Mm-hmm. Let me say it again. It takes a long time to get that. Ain't it, ain't it overnight? It takes a while. 
You got to just keep doing it. Keep eventually, all of a sudden, you say, wait a minute, now something's happening. It didn't happen one week. It didn't happen one day. You might gain a few pounds, but nobody's noticing it. But as it begins to go, see, so what you do is don't let time defeat you. You go from owing to owning. Now, why did God tell me, and me and Kathy to talk about this today? Because he wants you out of debt. Right. And you can, listen, I have confidence in you that you can go from owing to owning. You can do like this woman who says, my God, they're going to take my sons and sell them, make them slaves. And then you read down at, at, at her part of the chapter, and she has enough not only to take care of herself, but her children too. Right. Now, would God bless them so much and inherit for your children, children that her children, the ones they were going to sell, were also taken care of in their lives. See, God's always generational. Right. He's always thinking a lot more than what we are. I right. hope you're enjoying this today. Are you enjoying this? Kate? I am. I have a great verse I want to read. All right, I want you to go. read that. But isn't it wonderful to be debt free? It's wonderful, and you know, it's part of God's plan. It's part of His blessing plan. In fact, Amen. that's what I was going to read from. Just so there's a whole chapter at the beginning of the chapter, Deuteronomy 28. Right. It talks about God's blessing and what what that means. What does His blessing Amen. look like? But I just want to read you verse 12 in okay. uh, the Amplifies Amplified Bible. It says, "The Lord shall open unto you His good treasury, the heavens, to give the rain." of your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hands. So you're going to be involved with this prosperity. Sure. He says, you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. So now that's God, a whole nation. Kathy. That's a whole nation. But everybody in the nation had that blessing plan, that promise. But they had to do something. Read, he says they had to work. Read Deuteronomy 15, verse 4. We'll oh. take a, a couple of minutes more if you don't mind. Read this one. That's just all in the well, Bible. Can I read verse 11 first? Sure. The verse right before it, I really should have read. He says, okay. and the Lord, because this contains a word that a lot of people think shouldn't be in the church, but here it is, a blessing from God. It says at verse 11, and the Lord shall make you to have a surplus of prosperity <laughs> through the fruit of your body, of your livestock, and of your ground in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers. Which chapter is to that? Give. That's still Deuteronomy 28. That's the verse before okay. the other one that said, you shall lend to many nations go and not borrow. De go to Deuteronomy 15, verse 4. Okay. Now, this is amazing. This is in here. Now, you know, you, are you a Bible person? You believe God? Let me tell you. This is what God is saying. God don't lie. And okay. he, he, he challenges us to be like this. Right. Well, I'm going to read, read in the Amplified as well. It says, but there will be no poor among you. Well, stop for a second. No poor. But I know what they think. But Jesus said the poor you have, which you always. Why? Because they're not obeying God. They own the Babylonian system instead of God's system. But if you believe God, there won't be no poor. There's no poor poverty in heaven. Read that again, baby. But there will be no poor among you, for the Lord will surely bless you in the land which the Lord your God gives you for an inheritance Amen. to possess. So God Th wants to bless you. When there's no more poor among you. So th don't tell me this, that poverty is a blessing. That is the biggest religious lie Satan has ever perpetrated the, in the church. That's right. Listen to verse 6. It goes back to that again. It says, when the Lord your God blesses you as he promised you, then you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. And you shall rule over many nations, but they shall not rule over you. God wants you to remember and realize that he's oh, blessed glory, you so that you can glory, be the head you, and not the tail. You can be above and Amen. not beneath. He wants you to be blessed going in. In and bless going out. Everything you Amen. set your hand to do should prosper. So you're going to be doing something in this process. You heard what, you heard but what you connect did. with heaven when you obey him. You heard what Kathy said, whatever you do could prosper. You can have the new bedroom set. You can. I mean, God can afford it. If you, He didn't actually pay for it. He asked you to believe for it. You can have the new car. 
You're not hearing too many preachers saying that. You can have the new house. Debt free. You can have nice clothes. You want a diamond? He made them things too. You can have that too. I can't. He gives you all things richly, it it's says, so, to well, enjoy. I'm going to prove it to you. Why not you? One more scripture. St. John 14, verses 12, 13, 14. He said, go do the work that I do and do it greater. And greater than these shall you do because I go to my Father. Now watch this. Verse 13. Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do. Why? That the Father may be glorified in the Son. When you get a new bedroom set, God gets glorified. Then Jesus says, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Yeah. He says, just remember him. Just remember him. Deuteronomy uh, 8, 18. Thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get get wealth. wealth. So it's not just about the money. It's about going from owing to owning. That's right. And then you can help someone else. Giving him glory. Right. Think about this. You're out of debt. You got kids and they get married. You can help them get their house. And if you teach them as a young child how to work, how to discipline, they'll never get in debt. They'll become a product of their parents. Mm-hmm. I hope you enjoyed it today. Kathy, did you enjoy it today? I did. I think we went a little longer than oh, normal. Oh, we went far. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> I can say this today. I walked into Kathy's closet and she said, oh, Jesse, stay right there. I want to show you a few things. So she showed me a couple of uh, blouses like this kind of stuff. So I'm sitting there. I said, we ain't been to the mall or something. What'd you get? She said, oh, I, I've been shopping online. I didn't go, oh, God. Yeah. How much did you pay for that? I let my fingers do the shopping. Yeah, let her fingers do the walking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I said, I, and I'm not bragging on it. I thought, you know, she can do that because we are totally debt free. And a happy woman in the house is a happy house. <laughs> you know it, and I know it. This is Jesse and Catherine Plant saying, until next time. And I hope you can share that. Tell people to watch this thing. Yes. Oh, I forgot. I should do it. I wasn't going to do it. And the Lord said, If you want to be a partner, all you partners, thank you for helping us. All you do, 100% of what you give goes into world evangelism. Yes, and helps us to spread the gospel of Jesus all around the world. 100%, which means we don't get it. We don't get that. I go, so if you'd like to give, you can text to give, you can PayPal it, you can do whatever. Go to our JDM.org, what's that, uh, the website. And if you don't, it's okay. Hey, it's okay. Mm -hmm. This anointing of increase. Remember what the prophet said, what? Do you have in your hand? What's in your hand? Right. And j- Start with a seed. Start with discipline and work it. It'll come to pass. And, you know, all this year we've been declaring great expectation gets yes. great results. So begin to expect Amen. that, yes, you can be a debt-free as well. Yes, you can have every, every need in your life met and even have your wants because we serve a good God. Amen. So we're determined to spread the gospel oh, yeah. every moment of the day, every, every chance we get. That's what we're doing right That's now. That's why we're in, we've increased these boardroom chats and different things like this. Yeah, and we believe it. that it's, it's making an impact in your life. And we thank you so much for watching. Continue to watch. Amen. Spread the word. Let people know about what's going on Amen. so they can be blessed as well. Jesse the Planets and Kathy Planets will never, ever tell you you can't do something. And it's too hard. You can't do that. We will tell you what the Word of God says. And here's my last statement. You can do all things through Christ which strengthens you. That's right. Till next time. We love you. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.